Hi, listener. Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. We geek out over new trailers for Pacific Rim Uprising, Justice League, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and more. Plus, Thor Ragnarok early reactions are out. Lots of people crashing into and out of comic book stores. And Joe Quesada's handyman has got to be the dumbest criminal in the world. Also, listener email and an appropriate amount of tangents. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, October 12th, 2017. Run, boy, and Check. Check one. All right. This is really fans out there. Let's give it up. Jockin', we heard it. We funny, disturbing. Jockin', we heard it. Spoiler alert. Yeah, what's up? Hello, listener. Welcome to another episode of the Jock and Nerd podcast, where we pump out comic book, superhero, and pop culture related news, reviews, and interviews every week. Jock and Nerd. Right to your ear holes. Glad to have you. My name is Imran. My name is Rugberto Bambino. He's the rug boy. And he's the nerd. Now, if you are a first-time listener, you're probably really confused because I just called this the Jock and Nerd Podcast, and now he's the Nerd and Rug Boy Podcast. Well, our usual jock, Anthony, if you listened last week, he warned us. Yeah, what's he doing? He warned us last week. He said, if the Cubs are playing, I may miss a couple of, of, of shows. So he is watching the cu- the Cubbies, the Chicago Cubbies in the playoffs. And I believe it's like a do or die situation. He is a jock. Wow. He's such a jock. It's a win or go home type of game. You know, those those uh, win or go home deals there, Rugs. Yeah, I don't give a shit. It's yeah, sports. me neither. I mean, I'm sure it's exciting, but whatever. <laughs> Let's move on. That's why he's lives. the jock. That's why he's the jock. So me and that's like, well, what we're going to do. Uh, we'll have a quick show this week. Here's the rundown. We Whoa. got we got a bunch of news. Uh, New York Comic Con news. A lot of trailers dropped during the Comic Con after the oh, Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about Thor Ragnarok and the MCU a little bit. And then I got an email, and uh, that's about it. We will postpone our Game of Thrones first time run through watch update till oh, wow. next week because I want Anthony to be here. And yeah, it should be that he right? should be here. Of course. Yeah. So that's fine. We'll push it back. If you are a new listener, we have. Uh, just discovered Game of Thrones like the assholes that we are. <laughs> Only seven years too late. Rug late boy, to the party. Rugboy, you've seen all of it to your credit, but Anthony and I, this is the first time. So this is the first time we're going through this, and boy, it's been quite a journey, season by season. Uh, I'm up to the end of season five, so the next time we talk, it will be season five review. Whoa. Yeah, so I'm going to be saying all the way through it, though. I'm, I'm powering through Fast. it. I'm trying to slow down. Uh, I'll, I will reveal... I'm just going to uh, blow Anthony's spot and say he's done watching all of it. And I think he's starting over at the beginning again. He may lap me in this. He's going to watch it again? I think he started uh, and watched wow. some at the beginning again. He may, la- he may lap me. Listen, there's a long time before the next season. So I'm just going to take my time. It's cool. We got plenty of things to talk about this week. Let's get to the news. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. 
listener, if you want to get in touch with the show, if you want to interact, we encourage it. Send us your thoughts uh, via text or voice. You just got to visit our website, jockandnerd.com slash contact for all the various ways to get in touch. Also, just visit the website, jockandnerd.com. If you put slash and any number uh, of the show, like this one, jockandnerd.com slash 190, it will take you to the show notes where I have links to all the things we talk about. So you can follow along, and the show notes are going to be important today, Rugs. Why? Because we're going to talk a lot about a lot of trailers. So if you want to play along, you've probably seen the trailers, or pause, hit the link in the app, in your show notes, watch the trailer, come back. I just want to run a disclaimer. Yes. I have no idea what the fuck we're talking about today. <laughs> That's I'm good. like so out of sorts, you don't even know. I'm, I'm like, uh, I feel like I just crawled out of a, a sewer. Listen, it's been a crazy week for everybody, you know, so a lot of times, uh, Ruggs, let me know if you agree. This podcast, we try to be entertaining for on the listener end, but on this end, a lot of times this is like therapeutic for us at times, right? Sometimes you need it just to stay sane uh, during the week. Do you agree? Sometimes it makes me more crazy, actually. It works against <laughs> oh, my sanity. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that, shit. Uh, because like, all of effect. a sudden I'm like, oh, I got to watch some bullshit and I got to <laughs> talk about it and be and, and be funny. Yeah, but you so could, like, but how you, do I do that? You just, you could be yourself. You let loose. You just let us know what but you is think. That, is that entertaining for the guy who's sitting there listening to the podcast that like rug boy clearly has no idea what the fuck <laughs> he's talking about. Does it make it more funny? Uh, Who knows? We'll find out. Let us know. Uh, visit jockadoo.com slash contact. Let us know. We'll find out if rug boy's full of bullshit cotton or not. We're well, starting with this first trailer. Look, we're going to start with some uh, trailers for, for TV shows. Uh, this book called Happy. It's being adapted to a show on the Sci-Fi Network. They just put out their first trailer. Yeah, I have no idea what this is. All right, so... Describe it to me. Click the link. Uh, This is based on a comic book by Grant Morrison with art by Derek Robertson. It was four issues in 2013, and the book is basically about an ex-cop who's gone bad and uh, he, he he gets a near-death situation. And he wakes up and there's a blue imaginary uh, ho- flying horse, tidy horse that only he can see that talks to him and advises him. So we have Chris Maloney from Law & Order playing the cop. I forgot. Uh, I think uh, I forgot what the cop's name is. I think it's Nick. And then the voice of Happy is Patton Oswalt. Uh, this trailer, if you watch it, it's got a crazy like. Frene- Sounds good. Yeah, it, the trailer's crazy. It's got all these crazy quick zooms, frenetic pacing. Uh, it's trippy and violent. And uh, Happy is a unicorn. He's actually right. a unicorn that flies. Let me watch it, and then we'll speed into the future. Time and- jump. Talking nerd. All right, Rugs. What'd you think of the trailer? Pretty fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it starts with the guy. I don't know if I'm going to watch this. No? Just, I feel like I have a seizure watching this thing. <laughs> It, it's it's very, you know, it reminds me of like train spotting. You know why it looks like that? Because it's written and directed uh, by the guy who did Crank, the Crank movies. Now that explains a yeah, lot. Yeah, also the, one of the producers from The Fast and the Furious is That doesn't really this. mean much. That me. doesn't mean much. But it's the guy who made you Crank. So this is why you have this like hyper-realized, cokehead, trippy. Like the guy shoots himself in the head and there's blood and he's dancing. Uh, wow. I, I got to check it out. I got to check out at least the pilot. To me, this is the kind of the crazy shit that's right up my alley. I was like, this is nuts. This is one of those things that I could look look at the trailer and go, I'm not watching this. And I end up watching. <laughs> yes. But it depends. Who knows? It's it's the flip of a coin. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty frenetic and insane. Check it out. This is uh, will premiere December 6th 
on sci-fi. The comic book was very good. And this looks dark and they're swearing. And there's a line about him slicing his penis off like baloney, which I thought was funny. Whoa. <laughs> the, I feel like it works better as a comic. It, uh, it might. I don't know. It, it might. It's to be seen. Pat I say that a lot. Yeah. Patton Oswalt does a pretty good job uh, with the voice. But you could, you could tell it's him, which a little bit takes me out of it because I just see Patton Oswalt because his voice right. is that recognizable. But what, I, I'm going to check it out. This one's crazy. Uh, let's move on to another one. This is an original series that you can only watch if you have the Hulu. Because mm-hmm. it is a Hulu's originals. And it's Marvel's Runaways. Rugs, did you get to watch this trailer? I read the comic. I did not see the trailer. All right. Click it. We're going to do a time jump. All right. Here we go. Time jump. Talking nerd. Okay, right. Rugs. What'd you think about that one? Listener, click the link. Watch it. Um, uh, what What are your thoughts on Runaway? That looks like maybe a little bit more my speed than the guy with the with the flying really? uh, horse. But like, uh, I don't know. It looks kind of like an ABC family TV series or something. It, ha- it does have that feel. I think the music doesn't help. The music made it seem like it's some teeny bopper ABC family thing. Uh, they do. You get they, the guy. The guys look like they do from the comic book, like that one character with the glasses and the tall hair looks exactly like yeah. the dude from the comic. And you get the whole thing about they're they're you know, they're the kids of parents who are in a evil supervillain clan. You see a little bit of powers. They don't really show you a lot. Just some glowy shit. Yeah, there's not really that much going on in, in the way of like uh, dazzling special effects yeah, action. Not at all. Uh, it seems very teeny soap opera. Uh, this one, I don't know. I don't, this one, I don't know if I'm gonna watch. I'm the opposite. I'll definitely watch happy. This one, I was like, eh, eh, I, it's not for me. I don't know. It's kind of like how I felt about Riverdale. I will watch I like it, the Riverdale. Well, I watched the first episode of Riverdale and it was, I actually thought it was better than I thought it was going to be, but yeah. I didn't watch the series. I was yeah. like, okay, I just want to see what this is. Okay. Just to get the tone. And I might do the same thing with this. Watch it, get the tone and go, okay, it's cool. And like, I don't need to see any more. If, if, if it doesn't really grab me, I won't watch it. It's just not. I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> no, there's too many things. Yeah, uh, there's this, too many things that are way better than this. To that's, watch. that's true. This one, uh, November 21st on Hulu. Uh, and uh, the comic was very good. Brian K. Vaughn came, yeah. came out in 2003. Uh, okay, let's move on to some movies. We talked about a little bit about Pacific Rim Uprising last week with some images. Now we have the first trailer with John Boyega. And a really crappy, like, porn mustache. I don't know why he has that mustache. I like the porn stuff. I didn't realize he was British also. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, but he's very British in this. Rugs, after last week, you were complaining about some of the designs of some of the, 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 the kaiju and the mechs. What did you think of this trailer for this movie? It's, well, there is a definite lack of Guillermo del Toro's detail. Oh, yeah. And definitely his eye for things. I could see what they're doing, but I don't know if it's... Okay, let me blanket this. It, it looks like it's going to be fun. Yes, least, yes, right? I agree. So I said that. Yes. Okay, that's positive. Absolutely. It looks like there's going to be some crazy shit going on. Like a, there's going to be fighting and there's going to be action. Like we know that we're going to have like a, a thrill ride to a certain degree. But there is a there's something missing in the weight of these mechs. Will it be memorable after it's over? Yeah, these, well, these I, mechs all kind of look the same. There's like, like Pacific Rim all ha- had all of these different looking mechs that had like, and they were like these lumbering, slow moving things that, and uh, 
you know, Striker Eureka was like the one like newest one, and you could tell because it, it was more agile and whatever. And then the older ones like Gypsy Danger and uh, and the other ones were kind of like more lumbering and heavy and and kind of like tough. These guys all look like uh, they're they're like uh, Gundams or something. They, they just do don't... look like Gundams. They look like toys, but you know what? I'm kind of digging. Like I don't think they look the same. That one shot where they're clearly three different weapons, three different styles. One of them looks like an Iron Man Hulkbuster suit, and the other one has that large round weapon. It's like a mace or something. Yeah, like it's a, like a mace that's retractable that he throws on a chain. Ball and chain. Yeah, something. and the the kaiju the kaiju look pretty bad. It looks like a lot of destruction, but like you said, it looks about it looks fun and entertaining as the first movie. It's like Pacific Rim Light. I said yeah. it last time. Yeah, it looks like a light version of Pacific Rim. It doesn't have like all of the the grit and the and like you know the 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 real kind of I don't know. There's some gravitas to it. There's some weight to it. There's, there's just not. It feels like light too light. However, if I'm going in, you know, just wanting like a fun popcorn blockbuster, I think this thing will deliver. Uh, I'm pretty a, a sure it will one. too. I'm just one. trying yeah. to be critical for yeah. being yeah. just because I love Gamma del Toro yeah. and I love that uh, he he materialized this idea. Like basically, what happens is Pacific Rim w- was a incarnation of Evangelion, right? Right. It was like a Americanized version or like very highly influenced by Evangelion. But Evangelion, the the Evas, they they're all like these really agile, like they f- jump on the air and they flip and shit. And they they move really fast. They don't move like lumbering beasts. So maybe they're trying to incorporate that into it or some of the Japanese animation aesthetics into it. But I don't know if it n- makes it as badass that way. It kind of takes you out of the reality mm, a little bit too much. Yeah. But I do like that they're doing a lot of the stuff in the daytime, even though it does make it look like less ominous. It does. That's true. There's a lot of just bright daytime. You see everything and it becomes a little too glossy almost. Yeah, there's no mystery to it. When you do that, demystifying things. This is directed by Stephen S. DeKnight, who was on like the first season of Daredevil, produced by Guillermo, but not written. Like, you remember the rich colors and the neon and, yeah. the, and how it, the light would bounce off of things? Yeah, yeah. Remember when you walked through the Shatter Dome? In Pacific Rim, where there's this atmosphere in there, and there's like, uh, they're they're using a torch, and there's like fucking all these sparks flying all over the place. It's fucking great. I always thought though it was a little dark for me. It was like just value wise, it's a pretty dark, hard to see thing. I movie. agree, but still, there's something to that darkness. Yeah, but it was like too dark. I was like, I want to see a little bit. I remember thinking, I want to see a little bit more, but like, this is just showing you okay. everything now. Well, I'm I'm not completely shitting on it. I'm yeah. just pointing out the difference. You will uh, you will check it out in the theater. Do you think? I'll, you, I'll be there. You'll be the, there. Uh, opening week. I'll All right. Well, you know what? We'll probably we'll review it. It's a new Pacific Rim movie. We'll see. It'll be a fun. A fun. I hope that this uh, franchise continues. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if it's got legs after this. Uh, and where they leave it off. Okay. Let's move into two of the the first the two big trailers. That dropped uh, last week. The first being the, I guess this is the final Justice League trailer. And, well, we get a lot of the same. Uh, I Let's just start at the beginning of this trailer. Where, finally, who do we get to see? Motherfucking Clark Kent. Oh, shit. There he is in a cornfield. But, oh, guess what? It's all a dream. So, Rugs, my question to you. Over under, how many dream sequence we think Justice League has? Like, you think it's less than three, more I than hope that 14? Joss Whedon took out some of the dream. <laughs> I think the dreams, if you edit out the dreams from 
uh, BBS. Yes. It's a better movie. It's a more coherent movie. You think Joss Whedon came in? He's like, I have to edit out seven dream sequences and somehow yeah, make this thing work. got to get rid of these dream sequences. <laughs> I mean, one is okay. Maybe two at most. But I think two is even too much. Zack Snyder loves his dream sequences. And we also, again, we saw, like, it's a lot of stuff we've seen in different places. Like, you see Steppenwolf land from the sky again. And he did that in the last trailer, which is cool. Uh, but, uh, and you can, you can almost kind of see Sierra and Hin's face a little bit in these shots, like how they, cause they like mocapped him and then put him, his face on top of this CGI Steppenwolf. What do you think of how Steppenwolf looks in the, in this, in the, sh- he's serviceable. Yeah. It's not like, uh, I don't, I can't really shit on it. It's okay. This uh, Wonder Woman standing on that statue looks suspect. Uh, that, okay. You know what? I get the, 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 uh, the, uh, the metaphor, the symbolism that is like the statue of justice, but it looks kind of silly. It, it looks weird, right? It looks a little silly. It just looks like, yeah, it just looks like a bad green screen or something. It does. It, there's just something awkward about how she's standing on there. Uh, but you, she does another smile thing. You see Amazons versus Parademons, more of the invasion. Uh, and then uh, we see the bat signal. I think it's the first time we've seen the bat signal. Uh, they, they didn't have it in the last movie. You see Cyborg's got like a heads up display. Some funny lines from Bruce Wayne. Where Momoa is like a strong man is strongest alone, and he goes, "That's not the saying. That's the opposite of the saying." Uh, that that's quirky stuff. But uh, my one concern is Aquaman <laughs> because here in this one, it's a great shot where he's flying around, he falls, he's killing parademons, cyborg grabs him, he's like, "Ride's not over yet," and he's just like, "My man, oh yeah." Yeah, like, is this all he's going to be saying in the whole movie? Like, is this, uh, this is all the Aquaman we're going to get Momoa just going, yeah. He's happy to kick ass, Aquaman. <laughs> he's really happy to be riding, flying around, getting, they do a fastball special. They do their own version. Did you know that? Where yeah, Cyborg, I saw that. Cyborg yeah. throws him. I mean, look, it, it, it's, um, it doesn't look as dour as BVS. It looks like it's a step in like a more light direction yes. or a little bit more of a superhero-y direction. Yes. So, I don't know. I have to wait and see. I can't really get my hopes up for this shit. No, I know. But I'm hoping that it's... Because I don't know. Like, when I was watching this trailer, I was like, wow, they put a lot of fucking dough into this movie. Yes. They really were like... They're really trying to make like a, a comic book come to life. They got more red skies and just fucking crazy parademons it everywhere. It looks like a comic book come to life. It more does. so than even some of the Marvel movies. I, I mean, I, I'll agree. It looks pretty. It looks fantastic. My my only concern still is like there's no sense of like any substantive story at all in any of these trailers. It's like they have to come together to fight this guy. And that's, that's really that's it. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, is that gonna be the movie? Like, I don't see uh any any more depth. I know they're trailers, I get it, but and hopefully they were wise and didn't, you know, we we had the doomsday reveal with the Batman versus Superman trailers that ruined everything. This time clearly, I feel like Superman's gonna be evil at the end. You're gonna show up, it's gonna be evil Superman. That's how this thing wraps. I hope that's not what it is, but because all they've shown us is that is is that dream sequence. I just I, what's the story? But it looks fucking amazing. I will agree. It looks fucking sick, which is what the Zack Snyder is. Lois good at. Lane has to die for Superman to be evil, though. Yeah, remember the dream within the dream and what the Flash said and blah blah blah. So maybe he comes yeah. back and she dies and he goes evil and he's got a black suit. And November seventeenth, we will find out. Whether it's worth coming up soon, it's coming up soon. Uh, all right, moving on to the most recent trailer. Which I only is, saw this once. 
We are talking about Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Released the second trailer. This is also a second trailer. A trailer that the director, Ryan Johnson, warned ahead of time it could be too spoilery for right. some people, which I thought that was interesting. I don't, I was like, is this hype? Is this some kind of weird uh, uh, trick, reverse thing they're pulling? Right. Uh, but what do you think, Rox? What do you think of the trailer? Did you think it was too too spoilery? I don't know. Maybe it could be misdirection. You right? just think you it, it, you could edit it together to make it look like there's one narrative and it actually be another. And there's a lot of things in this trailer that they seem to be doing that. Like you see uh, Kylo Ren flying around, putting his finger on the trigger, going into a ship, and then it cuts to General Leia. You know, that's yeah. That could be cut together. That that way. could be cut together. And the big reveal, of course, at the end is where Ray is like, "I need someone to help me find my place to, with all this," and it cuts to Kylo Ren extending his hand. Now, that could be two completely different scenes. I do, again, a lot of red and black, kind of like in the Justice League trailer, I do really enjoy. I think it looks really pretty. I love the the, the white against the black against the red. It looks like it's shot amazing. Yeah, it looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. But you know what I like about these Star Wars trailers is that they also isn't as much sense of a story, but the sense of, like, the themes are there and it leaves you asking so many questions. Like, I think they really do a really good job with the, these main episode trailers force awakens. Why in this is one. Kylo Ren wearing tape on his face? Well, he has some sort of first order fucking bandaid on his face. It's, I thought it would have like, yeah, little... what is it with the, like, <laughs> what is that? What is that shit called? Uh, That's the graphite bandaid or the, whatever. Yeah. There's that thing you rub on that. Like uh, the, there's, you could use super glue also. Are you talking about like the kinesiatic tape that uh, some yeah, like those people just use? Finished working out on his face. On his face, he was doing face like exercises. Yeah, he needs to, to loosen him up. Yeah, he totally has like a weird. I guess he couldn't find a Hello Kitty one. I don't know. That's what we I'd be should, wearing. We should Photoshop a Hello Kitty on. <laughs> he should be wearing a Hello Kitty band aid. He doesn't have the band aid by the end of the trailer, uh, but uh, it does. I mean, there's like so many questions. Like you see Porgs yell. That's cute. Good space battles. Why are people caring about the poor? I, I, you know, I don't know. They're just cute. I saw somewhere that they may be like uh, penguins crossed with corgis. And that's why they're called porgs. It's a penguin and a corgi had a baby. I hate when people get all fucking excited about bullshit. <laughs> I do like uh, when. Uh, you hear about this Rick and Morty stuff? Let's go on a tangent. Uh, right. What? The Szechuan McDonald's sauce? Yeah. What's the? I don't understand. Who's the, the asshole going to fucking McDonald's getting sauce? So I've only watched a few episodes of Rick and Morty. I don't understand what this whole deal is with the Szechuan McDonald's sauce and how everyone is just losing their All shit. Right, so there's an episode uh, where he uh, he basically goes back in time or something to go get the sauce. Okay. Because he, for some reason, he can Morty can make Rick and Morty. Uh, Rick can make anything. But he can't make this fucking sauce. I don't know why. Like he can in literally invent anything. Okay. But this sauce, for some reason, escapes him. So he has to go and get. He goes back in time to get the sauce, and uh, and uh, they mention it a bunch of times that he's getting. He's going back to get the sauce, and he's whatever. And then all the fans that watch the show are just insane. And so, uh, was it I from McDonald's in the show? It's from McDonald's. When Mulan came out, they did like uh, a limited edition the chicken nuggets yeah. came in like a Chinese food box. Okay. And it has <laughs> okay. Szechuan dipping sauce. Okay. 
And you know this sauce is just fucking barbecue sauce. It's yeah, just teriyaki with, sauce. Yes, with it's, added that's sugar. All it is. Well, yeah, I saw people are like buying tubs of it or they're going to every McDonald's to grab no, all they, they like, can. Uh, they made an announcement saying that we're going to release these special Rick and Morty sauces. sauce packets. Yeah, yeah sauce packets. <laughs> and like they didn't, they had no idea how many people watched the show or right. were going to show up. Right. So they, they literally gave like, each McDonald's like ridiculously low amount, like maybe like a hundred packets. Oh, she's causing a riot amongst yeah, Rick so and Morty. All these fuckers fans. show up, and there's no sauce. Where's my fucking Szechuan sauce, bitch? How could you do this? How oh dare God. you do this to us? You couldn't have more Szechuan sauce, but you like, bastards. It's a, that's where I'm going back to the porgs. Like these people, yes. everybody. It's like a, if you can make it a meme, yes, all, it just takes on a life of its instant, own, and it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, instant obsession. I mean, it's the Ewoks of this uh, trilogy. Yeah, of, people hate the Ewoks. And people hated the fucking Ewoks. They're just I don't tiny get it. Wookies. Why? I don't know why you get obsessed with the Porgs, but internet. Why? <laughs> why are you doing this? <laughs> Uh, speaking of uh, internet, did you see what someone, you know, they also, have you seen this poster, the new Last Jedi poster that's all red and it's got the heads and uh, Luke's in the center? Have you seen where someone uh, superimposes Darth Vader's helmet over it and compositionally it like fits the poster? Meaning Luke at the top is in Dark Vader's helmet. Ray is in one eye. Kylo Ren is in the other eye. Carrie Fisher perfectly hits the nose piece. And even the ships on the bottom forming these V's of dirt kind of mimic his collar. Uh, did you see this, Rugs? Do you think this was intentional? It's a, it's, if it was, it's pretty sick. That is really fucking crazy, but I don't know. You think they did that on purpose? It matches up pretty good. I've seen more than one people. What's the poster look like without Darth Vader at all? So I have this image with the three of them, and the first one just has it lightly. The first one all the way in the left. Yeah, but that's obscuring. I want to see the poster without anything. That's pretty much what it looks like. But I see Darth Vader's face there. On the very first one? Very lightly. Yeah, but it, it's still. All right, well, it, fucking Google it's it. It's uh, like, I, I want to see it without it. So I, it's, this, is an inf- this is informing my view. Let me see if I can find it on the internet. It's you'll you'll find it right away. Uh, it's it's pretty eerie. Uh, if this is intentional, it's pretty it's pretty genius. I re- I I kind of love when they do stuff like this, and there's this much thought been put into it. Yeah, that doesn't look like Darth Vader at all, but I can see it kind of. There's, there is there is a deliberate like see that when you look at the poster itself. Yeah. You see that there's a deliberate triangle yep. shape yep. being formed and where Star Wars is placed is, is it's deliberate. It's definitely deliberate. It kind of forms the triangle, the bottom of the mouth. I mean, I wouldn't say it from the top. Yeah. But definitely where Leia is yeah. and that triangle is, yeah. that's that's a little bit too on the nose right there. It's pretty cool. So like I'm excited for this movie because like all the questions like is Ray gonna flip to the dark side? Is Kylo gonna come to the light side? Will Luke go bad? Will there be a great Jedi? Who you see Snoke? Who the fuck is Snoke? Who's force choking her? Uh I love how they have just fueled made you think of all these questions watching this trailer. Well on one hand it's actually kind of good that there's all these questions. Yes. No, I love that. I, I kind of love that. Uh, because it 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 gets me to go in and see the movie, and they're 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 selling the movie without showing the movie. I did have an interesting article here about how they cut their trailers and what they decide not to spoil. I think it's a really good example for other studios to see how they did that. Uh, who said this? Rian Johnson said a year ago, maybe even more than that. My producer Ram Bergman and I sat down with the folks at Lucas Films and said, "Okay, this is what we're going to reveal here and there, and this stuff we're never going to reveal until the movie comes out." 
We came up with a no-fly list of under no circumstances is this shown or that shown. It's a fascinating process. It's something that for me, just having been a fan my whole life, suddenly being behind the curtain and seeing how it works and seeing how deliberate it is has been really fascinating. So that whole comment he said about it may be too spoilery. No, they cut this thing on purpose like that because they have better shit. I love this. I love how they do this. Like I think it, it was successful with The Force Awakens also. Well, the thing is with Ryan Johnson... They're very pleased with what he did. Yeah, so. no problems there. He didn't get fired uh, through the shoot, before the shoot, at the end no, of the shoot. No. <laughs> so I, it's um, so he's got he's obviously got a plan. So I I believe that he's got a lot more in store here. That's a lot. There's going to be some surprises. December fifteenth is a jaw dropping moment. Yeah, I think there's got to be a big one. And I don't feel like it looks like Empire Strikes Back. Like that's what I was afraid of. But uh, I'm not getting that. I don't know. I think that they did deliberately just for nostalgia's sake made this one a very dark movie. Yeah. Which is uh, that's, in tone. I, I'm good. I, I'm good with that. I'm looking forward to that. December 15th star Wars. You can already buy your tickets to this movie that comes out on December 15th. Well, cause you need to lose all hope at some point. So you can yeah. now rally back in yep. the third one. It, yeah. It's gotta end. It's gotta end with like Luke dying or turning to the dark side or somebody sacrificing themselves. Some fuck. I I agree. It's got to be maybe the porg is new gelat. Maybe the porg becomes the emperor and kills everybody. Yes, something that cute. It's got to be really deadly. That's all I'm thinking. There's a reason it's that cute. Mm. <laughs> all right, look, we're gonna take a quick break. I'm gonna play a couple of promos. It's two pods a day month. Hashtag slash the hashtag. And actually, today day twelve was the day we were up. So I retweeted that. Hopefully, new listeners are checking us out, and you listener are finding new shows to listen to. Like these. After these messages, we'll be right back. Are you a fan of movies? Or comics? Or video games? Or just anything else nerdy? Well, you should check out the Zing Zing This This Podcast. Podcast. And that's spelled Z-E-N-G. This. And you can find us every Monday. And we have nerdy topics from comic book reviews to in-depth analysis of iconic nerdy movies, as well as video game discussions. Mm-hmm. Where's some of the best places to find us, Allie? Well, Podbean, of course. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Podcasts. Yeah. So check us out. Once again, that is Zing, Zing This. Hey, this is The Toe, host of the Gravity Beard Podcast variety show with interviews and discussions on a wide range of topics our guests have included a viral youtube star a former child actor we've even had a guy on who may have solved the db cooper case it's a delicious box of audio chocolate you never know what you'll get find it on podbean itunes and other places you listen to podcasts it's the gravity beard podcast it's what your ears will want to be listening to Hey folks, my name is Trip Lano, and I am one of the co-hosts of Dissecting the 80s here with my tag team partner, Andrew Lano. Every other week, we get together and talk about a weird 80s movie, making fun of the clothes and the drama and the hair. And we also have fun little side discussions, like I try to make every romantic scene underscored by role to me. Has there ever been like the Nicholas Sparks swamp? <laughs> she was a girl. He was a swamp. That's not Nicholas Sparks. That's late 90s. She's all that. 
And I try and talk the logistics of how flying cars would work. So are the medians going to have like football goalposts to make them higher now so you don't cross an oncoming traffic? Yeah. What happens if the guy in second row over, third car down, needs to get off to the right? I should have thought of that. <laughs> So if you want a little more of that, check us out at DissectingThe80s.com or available wherever fine podcasts are sold. What's up, listener? Thanks for listening to the show. As always, we appreciate your support, whether it's sharing the show, spreading the word, or actually joining our awesome fan club and financially helping us keep the show going. Just visit JockInner.com slash patreon where you can sign up and you will get bonus content you get access to an exclusive an exclusive feed isn't that what the kids i think that's what the kids are saying these days right rugs it's super yes. exclusive i got a podcast feed this is a must exclusive miscusey uh and you get bonus content such as here's what's great rugs matt talhauer he's so awesome he's a great contributor he's on the patreon he sent in Bonus content for our Patreon fans. You can hear Matt Dalhauer's instant reaction right after he walked out of seeing Blade Runner 2049. Uh, and he had some great thoughts. It's real quick. That's up there for our patrons. But an even bigger thing, everybody, just today, moments before we started to record, I get an email saying, we've got a new patron. Oh, shit. Yes. And it is at the level of super patron. Whoa. Uh, here's an email from our new patron, John Seifert. He writes, just just pledge money to you guys. Spend it wisely. I'm a truck driver, and you guys have helped me pass many a mile markers wearing a big, dumb grin on my big, dumb face. Thanks for the show. I know you sometimes, almost always, most often, typically, give it all you've got. Remember... Rugs, not drugs. Talking nerd. John Seifert, he joins Joe Henry at the super patron level. You know what that means, John? You get to come on the show. You've earned your right to come on and hang out with us. So yeah. we will get to be John Seifert in the future. Uh, and thanks, yeah. thank you, everybody. That's awesome, dude. I, I I was so, I just, geek boner. I still have a geek boner. My pants are fitting really weird right now this whole time. Because John, thanks, John. Thank we appreciate it. Yes. This is we need more people like you, John. We need you to grow. Jogginder.com slash Patreon. Be like John. Okay, we got a couple of pieces of MCU news I want to go over real quick. Uh, because Thor Ragnarok is the next MCU movie we're gonna get. I think we're all excited for that one. The Ragnarok comes out uh, in the UK October 26th, in the US November 3rd. So that's coming up. Early reviews are pretty positive. That's that thing where they haven't lifted the embargo, but people are tweeting their reactions because you can't post a review yet. But reactions such as Thor, Magnarok, Magnarok, <laughs> Thor. Can you post emojis like <laughs> during an embargo? Oh, you probably could. Like if you just like poop emoji, <laughs> just Thor, Magnarok, poop yeah. emoji, skull emoji, thumbs up. What does that mean? I, well, you didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. This is how I feel. What people have said is Thor Ragnarok is magnificent. They added so much humor that goes perfect with the action. A goofy good time. Mm. Easily the funniest non-Guardians MCU flick. Everyone in it is funny. Great music. Uh, after seeing Thor Ragnarok, I'd say Chris Hemsworth's Thor will become many people's number one favorite Avenger. So uh, sounds like people are digging it. It is confirmed to have two post credit scenes. So, of course, nobody leaves a Marvel movie. 
I'm hoping one of those, maybe like a trailer or a tease for Infinity War. I don't know. That would be nice. Could be. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, also, according to Mark Ruffalo, Thor Ragnarok starts a Hulk trilogy. That would be cool. Geek boner. Which is lovely because, as you know, Universal owns the rights to a standalone Hulk movie. But it will never get made. Ruffalo said so much himself out of his mouth. They can't make a standalone Hulk movie. So according to Ruffalo, what he said is Kevin Feige. He says, so basically Kevin Feige pulled me aside before this and said, if you were going to do a standalone Hulk movie, what would it be? And I said, I think it should be this, 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 this. And it ends up like this. And he's like, I love that. Why don't we do that in the next three movies, starting with Thor 3, and then we go into Avengers 3 and 4, and I was like, that sounds great. So he's getting kind of his own standalone movie broken up in these movies. I think that's a great idea. It sounds like a lot of fun. I don't get what you just said. So his he's going to have like... <laughs> like he said this, and he, we're going to do that? That is, uh, that's not specific enough. It's uh, Dude. So they're going to do a story that unravels between the, the Thor movies? Between Thor 3, Avengers 3, and Avengers 4, based on Ruffalo's idea. Ruffalo's like, I have this idea. We should do all these things. And Kevin Feige's like, we'll do that. We'll just so do it in these they're not making a movie. They're just no. making a Hulk story that interweaves between three Correct. movies. Correct. It'll be a Hulk character arc that goes through these movies. and That's not even a story, Emron. You don't think so? Because him starting to talk is like the beginning of this change and his split personality. Yeah, but it's not a Hulk movie. It's not it's a not Hulk, Hulk movie, but it's, no, the be- it's not. but it's the beginning of a Hulk trilogy story arc. <laughs> no, but that's misleading. You said like a new Hulk trilogy, like yes. three movies with the Hulk in it. You know how these clickbaity articles are. That's what you got to say to get people interested. And then you let them down by saying it's not really a movie. <laughs> it's not three movies. They oh, can't make dick. a movie. Because Universal owns the right. But, okay, here's something that we will enjoy discussing. This I thought was really interesting. Article from Forbes uh, that title is Thor Ragnarok is Marvel's most risk-free movie. Now, look, I'm really looking forward to this movie. It looks like a lot of fun. But but what this guy uh, says, basically, is that Thor's got nothing to lose. In the sense that it doesn't have to prove that a a superhero movie can do well in November. That's already been proven. It doesn't have to prove that Thor can uh, hang with the big guys. You know, that's already uh, been proven that he can handle a movie on his own. And it doesn't have to prove that fans will, you know, will love a science fiction space fantasy romp. Guardians of the Galaxy already proved that. So even if it like doesn't do well, like it really does, it's not going to hurt the brand. It's got it's got nothing to lose going into its release. I thought it was really I interesting. I think that this is faulty logic as well. You think so? What do you think? Do you think it has something to lose? Yeah, people are anticipating this movie. If it sucks, then the brand is Marvel's going to suffer as a brand because they're going to be like hyping you up and then letting you down. And I also think yeah. that there is a step into this Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where everything's now like slapstick comedy. That is that is the interesting thing because and I think that can mm-hmm. blow up in their face. It too. might be too much. And if that's what people are coming out already saying, it's funnier. The hits like Guardians of the Galaxy, it got a little bit too slapsticky. And should Thor really be like, you know, like a a, a surfer dude uh, and, 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 and go for the humor? We know a lot of the movies improv because that's how YTT works. Uh, that's either going to make or break this thing. Do you think this could be the first theatrical flop for Marvel? I hardly think it will be that. No, I think people are definitely going to go see this movie because the trailers have been great. Yeah. Just like Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailers were pretty good. 
they were exciting and looked like they were going to be lots of fun. But when I went and sat down in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I felt that was oversaturated with like lame jokes and shit that didn't belong in that movie that was kind of like, eh, let's put in this scene that doesn't fit. Uh, so like, uh, I hope that that's not the case here, but we'll see. I mean, I like the Hulk and I like Thor. That's and the I like- thing. Everybody likes Loki, Hulk, and Thor. But everybody liked the Guardians of the Galaxy too, and I didn't like that movie as much. So, look, if it if for some reason if it does flop, it's just like the it's not gonna flop. It's not gonna it'll flop. just perform it, 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 at worst. It'll perform adequately, which will still be like the best Thor movie out of the three. So yeah. it, it's not. It doesn't have a high bar in its own like uh, series. Uh, so it has it's to be very, really shitty to yeah basically. Yeah. Like if it's if it is, I mean, even if it makes a lot of money because people want to see it, and it ends up being a shitty movie, then that's also gonna it'll hurt the brand because the people are gonna be like doubting now Marvel's new direction or current direction. Yeah, I mean, the worst thing it could just be kind that's of, two in a row. Then yeah, yeah, that's you know, and that's the other thing they're giving us two of kind of the same samey like space fantasy movies back to back. Right, it's gotta if if it has some heart to it, if it has some real drama to it. And some just light moments to like uh, for comic relief, yeah, and a little bit of like, but not you know, too levity. much. Yes, that's cool. Well, but you don't want it yeah. to be like a just complete slapstick, ridiculous movie. Yeah, that you know, you don't want nobody wants that. That, <laughs> that I mean, uh, it could be. I don't know. Every time I meet a person that loved Guardian of the Galaxy two, I yeah. just lose respect for them immediately. I'm like, you really like, like that was the best movie I've ever seen. Like, I'm like, really? It's not the, I'm like, all right, okay, I can understand you enjoyed the movie, yeah, it's, but come on, it's not, it's, it's, it's not the best movie. I just thought this guy's take on it being like, like I'm Mary Poppins is such a great line. The, like, yeah. oh my god, that was so forced. Like even the way he was coming down on that arrow was completely fucking forced. I, and that was like a like that 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 doesn't even make sense that he did that. <laughs> well, that was like a last minute like ad lib, I think, is what I read, and they just, just left saying, it like, in. Why is that like, fucking hilarious? I don't know. Like I was watching Baby Driver. Yeah. And the guy said, "Oh, go get a mask uh, so we can rob this bank. Go get like something scary, like Mike Myers." And he comes back with Austin Powers, like Mike Myers, <laughs> the actor. That's a fucking hilarious oh, Mike joke. Myers, that I is get fucking it. great. Like I had never thought to make that joke <laughs> yes. ever in my life. But that's a great joke. Like I'm Mary Poppins. Like that's not a great <laughs> no, joke. And people were like Poppins. acting like that's the catchphrase of the year. You know what? Like give yeah. me a break, dudes. Yeah. In in the moment it was funny, but like when if you go back and watch it again, I could see well that's cringy. It is cringy. It's, so does does it concern you? We talked about how it's th- like dad humor. Yeah, well, see, uh, that coming from me, I would like that kind of stuff. But you're right. It's corny. It's a little, it is dad humor. Does it concern you at all that we've talked about how, why, why TT said, like, a large part of this movie is improv Like, is uh, could that be, that makes me a little bit nervous now if it gets too fucking. I don't know. You know. I really don't. I can't speculate on improv. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that sometimes when you have improv, cool shit happens. Yeah. Like a lot of cool shit happens, but uh, with improv, but I don't know exactly. Genuine what. moments. Yeah. Well, we. I mean, I seen his other movie. Yeah. His other movie's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know if that should be a Thor movie. Yeah. Is this a comedy? Is this the ending on this comedy there is series? Things that we do in the dark. I have not. I heard it's good. Oh, you gotta watch that movie. It's fucking amazingly funny. Is it like a horror? It's a horror comedy. Yeah, it's okay. just about a bunch of vampires that live together. Oh. 
And it's like, and they just hang out and they just go out on the town and whatever. <gasps> and they just have like the little foibles and shit. And it's fucking funny, but like, I don't want that in my Marvel movies. Well, it sounds like, like it's got good character stuff. So if he can take the humor and the improv and, and, and add it to the character and make us, you know, give us some moments of heart, like you said. Like, you, there's a reason those guys got fired from yeah. the Star Wars yeah. movie who made that 21 Jump Street movie. Like, there's, a, there's a tipping point. Yeah, it's too much. Kathleen Kennedy you don't fuck gotta, around. It's it's <laughs> got to be done right. Otherwise, well, yeah. look, Marvel's never had that issue so far. They've let you know they've let the directors be themselves, but they're also a very here's the here's what it needs to be. It's very clear. And everyone falls in line. All right, action comedies. Yeah. What is the best action comedy ever made? The best. Yes. I mean, in the, like one that you watch all the time. Immediately when you said that, like I went back to like the shit from the eighties, like okay, like, like, what? like Beverly Hills Cop. Okay, uh, and 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 that whole era of uh, what was another one that was uh, but where the action was good and the comedy was yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Last Boy Scout is kind of like an action comedy. What'd you think? Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it's it rides that uh, that line. I thought the Twenty One Jump Street. We're talking about Lord Miller. That's a great action comedy. Ish, the action's pretty good. Is it really though? There's like a couple of scenes. <laughs> there's, a, there's the one scene on the highway. There's some shooting. Like I'm talking about the action. Yeah, is like equally yeah. As, as good as impressive. Rush Hour, you could say. I think definitely makes that list. I would say true, uh, not true romance. Uh, the true lies. True lies. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. All right, True Lies is a great action comedy, but it's not over the top action, like comedic. Right. Like it's about a dude whose wife is is in. That's funny. Like him, his wife trying to cheat on him with when he's behind it and stuff like that. There's no like slapstick, whatever nonsense. where like, where you're no, eye rolling. Well, and it's, I mean, it's, it's treated seriously, but the comedy is it's in a situation. Funny. Yeah. It's still funny. And that's what I'm saying. So there's a, there is a balance to it. Then there's, there's a part where it goes like rush hour almost goes too, too much. far, but it's still got good action in it. Right? It's got great action. The first one. Yeah. Well, now you're now you're complimenting Brent Ratner. I know. I don't know if we should do that again. Maybe not. You know, it wasn't because of him. It was uh, he was part of it. Uh, but this should be an action comedy buddy space movie with some stakes and some heart. And there's a lot going on in Thor. We'll see. Uh, not, we'll see it soon. So I'm I'm still really excited. But I, I agree. I hope it's just not all fucking jokes. Now I'm gonna Google best action comedy. Best action that. comedy. Uh, let's. Uh, I got another piece here that I found was really interesting. Kevin Feige's been out uh, as part of the Thor Ragnarok media junket. They had the big premiere, so a lot of interesting stuff came out. Uh, Screen Rant asked him about the continuity in the MCU after Spider-Man: Homecoming. You know where Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters is considered an action comedy. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> what else is under there? Kick ass. Okay. That's a good one, yeah. Okay, obviously, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I was gonna say the the Shaun of the Dead and the Hot Fuzz. Definitely, uh, Shaun of the see. Dead. Let's uh, see. True Lies is in there. True Lies. Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, classic. Bad Boys. Bad Boys is another good one. Yes. You got Tango and Cash. Deadpool, of course. Uh, I mean Shanghai Noon. No, come on. That's the, the that's Jackie Chan. Like the world's and anything that that dude does. Yeah, is great. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright movies are great. Yeah, Edgar Wright. I mean, Baby Driver's pretty funny well, too. They, he really can. He knows. He's good with the balance of that stuff. You know, and all of his things. There's heart. There's stakes. There's drama. There's comedy. Uh, it's everything, and he does it so well. Would you put Kingsman up there? 
Yeah, I mean, that's almost more like a superhero-y, more uh, fantasy. It's a comedy. It's definitely funny. I got to watch that movie again. I keep it's. It was forgettable to me. Like, I forgot a lot about it. Yeah, that's about it. So you're talking about true lies. That's like, I think that's the, probably the best that's, one. Uh, that's the bar? Wow. I say that true fired. lies and Beverly Hills Cop are, are too good. And I, I would even say kick ass yeah. because it's funny, but it's still like fucking brutal. Yeah, it's violent, and yeah, it. Uh, they don't. They don't pull back. And Shaun of the Dead. Shaun okay, of the I'll, Dead. Yeah, I'll go with that. Maybe. Well, maybe Thor will join that. Maybe not. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll see. see. Look, we'll see. Kevin Feige talked about MCU continuity. Were we all confused in Spider Man, where they were like eight years later from Avengers, and we're like, wait. That doesn't add up. What's going on? And then. Right. And then people are like, what the fuck? So this is what Faiji said to Screen Rant. They played out asked him. He goes, all of that debate has encouraged us. We are going to be publishing an official, and I'm not sure when or in what format, an official timeline. Geek It'll probably be part of uh, in, in a printout that you can fold out and look at. But suffice to say, only in limited cases do we ever actually say what the actual years are. Because we never want to be tied down to a particular year. And I think people assume that whenever a movie is released is when the movie is taking place. And that's not the case. That's what I always thought is that their continuity was real time. But he's starting to pivot to like there's this macro sense of our continuity and everything does fit. You guys just can't see the big picture. But it would be awesome if they published an official timeline that shows the big picture and that all these things were thought out. Oh, I can't wait till this timeline comes out and all the nerds. Oh, they're all going to pick it apart. They're like, wait a minute, Dad. All of the mansplainers (laughs) will come out and try and debunk it. (laughs) But Daredevil was in Hell's Kitchen and there was an earthquake during this time. Uh, So. uh, Can you mansplain to another man? Sure you can. You can man on mansplain. How about like I'm um, alpha mansplaining to a beta mansplain? Listen, man on mansplaining is hot. Geek Just say gets me hot. Uh, <laughs> How about if you're hydroplaning, you're mansplaining. You're and mansplaining then you're... about hydroplaning while you're you're planing a piece of wood, working the planer. Yes. There's a lot of splaining. Lucy, <laughs> you got some splaining to do. Uh, I'm excited for this timeline because I can't wait to pick it apart and see if it's all bullshit or if actually they do have a thing and we've always thought they had a plan but it's not real time people it's not real time oh i can't wait for this to be debunked <laughs> Last, it's gonna happen oh yeah of course good luck with that that's why uh, you see how he didn't say when or where it's probably never yeah. gonna come out he's like we'll do one sometimes bunch of bullshit i didn't say when it may be 20 years uh last piece of marvel movie news from Fox Rugs, get this. Guess which movie got a release date? Guess which movie is not dead after all? Hmm. Channing Tatum's Gambit gets a February Valentine's Day 2019 oh, still don't believe release it. date. I still do not believe it. I believe this, this is like exists. the second release date it's had. This movie only exists in <laughs> Channing Tatum's heart. It's the, Fox still wants to make this. They got Gore Verbinski. On it uh, as director, oh, and they've given it a, a working title of chess. But they're saying uh, in the in the wake of Deadpool and Logan's success, they retooled it. They're starting over. <laughs> this movie's never gonna get made. Uh, February fourteenth, twenty nineteen. Yeah, I don't think they should make a game at movie. I don't think again. No, but I don't even want to see it. I, I honestly, Channing Tatum is charming. I'm sure he'll get the Channing Tatum fans to go see it. That's all I'm they got. I'm done with Channing Tatum. But, but done with him. 
But uh, this movie has been like uh, it was. It was at one point. It was gonna come out in twenty sixteen. Step up, okay. I'm sorry. In in Magic Mike, not Magic Mike. I didn't see that. Maybe uh, I should watch. <laughs> so allegedly, this movie's coming out in twenty nineteen. Whatever. Uh, I just thought that was funny. This fucking that movie's uh, head pops up again after I totally thought it was dead. Should I watch a movie about men who sexy dance? Uh, I don't know. What is that? What's that movie called? Uh, Magic Ga- Mike. Gandhi? Oh, Magic Mike. <laughs> Gandhi is hot. Schindler's List? Schindler. Like, what, are you, what, are you, what movie are you talking about? I don't here? know. Uh, Talk about Magic Mike. Magic Mike? You have not seen the Magic Mike? No. Me neither. I guarantee you Anthony is. <laughs> he has the Blu-ray. Uh <laughs> Anthony, hope you're enjoying the baseball game. He's like, it's a, it's kind of like a sport. <laughs> yeah, it's competitive strip dancing. Yeah. Abs, who's the best? Abs, who's the best? Look, it's all about. Look, it's all like CrossFit. It's power from the hips. You gotta, you gotta find your center of gravity. You gotta work your core. A lot of thrusting. You work, yeah. on, you know, you work on your snatch in the gym. You work on your snatch on the stage. It's all good. It's all good, people. That's all I'm saying. That's a good rationale. Right? Lifting, whether you're lifting Sounds. or grinding, working on stage, right? Uh, okay, I'll go with Oh, it. shit. Okay, we're going to wrap up the news with, I got a trio of uh, comics crime wave stories. Uh, a trio of really weird comic-related theft and destruction stories that happened this week. Starting with Times Square. Rugs, did you see the story of a man who leaped from through a plate glass window, second story window at Midtown Comics in Times Square on uh, earlier this week. No. <laughs> you didn't see this? Okay. Was it during Comic-Con? Uh, it was, no, it was like during the week. I think it was on Tuesday. It was on Tuesday. Comic-Con was over. He couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. Here's the story. Midtown, New York, a deranged man terrorized a popular West 40th Street comic shop before leaping through a plate glass window on the second floor and falling to the sidewalk below. Did he have a puppet on his hand uh, when he landed? Also, do you think he was going for like a superhero landing? I want to know if he nailed the superhero landing. Uh, the unidentified man, witnesses said, walked away from the fall, came into Midtown Comics about 2.30 p.m., began running around the sales. Uh, the owner said the guy must have been strung out on drugs. He bolted around the store and then jumped out the window. Uh, he was not wearing tights or a cape. He just ran around. Ah, uh, and he didn't die. No, he got up and ran off with a few cuts. He fucking jumped through it like this shit you see in the movie. I thought that was crazy. <laughs> I can't even believe that happened. I want to I want to f- believe that he had a perfect three point superhero landing. It was like nailed it. And then just <laughs> he ran- landed like Iron Man. Yes, <laughs> it was clearly doped up. Witnesses oh, that's said what you meant by the superhero superhero landing. landing. Oh. I'll haven't you always wanted to jump out of a second floor play class window? Let's be honest. I've 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 had thoughts. I never want to jump out of anything made out of glass. <laughs> Dr- jump into it, nothing. I just want that cool moment in the second when you're in the air and there's glass around you, and then after that it gets bad because then you gotta land. And if you don't know how to land, oh you're gonna God. hurt yourself. Uh okay. You're definitely slicing your balls off. A little bit. That glass is gonna cut. Uh that guy was crazy. Here's another crazy story. Speaking of yes. uh, glass breaking, Marvel's uh, chief CEO Joe Casada uh, had recently two hundred thirty nine thousand dollars worth of art stolen from his handyman. Oh shit! Here's the story: Francisco Bove has been charged with third degree burglary, second degree theft after illegally moving into Casada's home 
in Sparta, New York, and stealing a veritable treasure trove of art. According to a news report, Bove was contracted by Casada as a handyman to repair water pipes at his home while he was away with his wife. Bove instead covered Casada's security cameras with towels, illegally moved into the residence with his girlfriend. According to police reports, Casada's wife noticed the camera transmissions were black and asked a friend to investigate. Upon discovering the cameras had been deliberately blocked, Casada immediately called Bove, fired him, demanded he leave, and then when they got home later... They found their collection missing, which I said was valued at uh, $239,000, which is Rare Comics Original Art. Uh, they have the guy, Bove has admitted to the theft, is currently awaiting extradition to Sparta, New what Jersey. What an idiot. Why would you do that when he knows it's going to be you, of course? Yeah. You're the fucking handyman. You're the dumbest person on earth. That guy is truly you a douche. dumb criminal. That's why he's a handyman. <laughs> he, that's not like, listen, not to denigrate uh, handymen, but I mean. They do good for people. Yes. I mean, they can do a lot of good shit that I can't do. I mean, I, but I'm just saying. I can't I fix pipes, I but I, I feel bad for saying that. The handyman, send your tweets yeah. to at really rug boy on Twitter. My uncle's a handyman. Oh, if you I, listen to you this, call, I thought you come from stuff. a long line of handyman rugs. I love Candyman. Candyman. Don't yeah. say that three times in the mirror. Whatever you do. I heard really bad things happen. You like bees? I, you like bees? Bees. <laughs> bees come out of your mouth. Uh, And then finally, this happened overnight at my local comic book store, Pastimes Comics in Niles, where I still occasionally go like once a month. Uh, Our buddy, (laughs) I don't barely don't go there anymore. Like this is a store that because Anthony and I religiously used to go every Wednesday, have these geeky conversations in the car ride where we decided to start a podcast. This store is responsible a little bit for the creation of the Jock and Nerd podcast. Well... On Facebook, Dwight Hedstetler, I can't, I don't know how to say his name. He's awesome. He works there. He posted these photos. Of, there's a, look at this, Rugs. There's a fucking SUV drove yeah. into their store. The fucking big car in that there. That is a big SUV. And I was like, oh, holy shit. I thought it was another smash and grab. Like, he went in at least like fucking 40 feet before he hit the brakes. Yes, he went, like he's in the middle. It's a big store. He is way in, he's like in the middle of the store. He's almost at the other end of the yeah, store. He went in super deep. I'll put these photos in the show notes. You see the he went through brick and glass. Here's what Dwight posts uh, as an update. He says, hi, everyone. Thanks for your concern. Everyone is fine. Cleanup is pretty much done. The driver was a Vietnam vet that had one of those handicapped vans that have the buttons on the wheel. He accelerated once he hit through the brick out of panic. We're not sure what happened to him. He wasn't trying to steal anything. He was taken to the hospital. Nothing super valuable was destroyed. Everyone is good spirits. So luckily, no one got hurt. Nothing was stolen. But the guy's car joystick uh, freaked out, I guess. Was he got like an Xbox controller on his fucking steering wheel? I don't know. Well, that's unfortunate. I didn't know they had these vans with the buttons, but. uh, I mean, that's what I drive. But. Poor guy. You know what? Do you ever jump in those carts at like the Target that's for like people that can't uh, walk around too well? And yeah, a little scooter. Yeah, and just pretend like that you can't you, you can't walk around and just pretend. <laughs> oh Fuck shit! You, Imran. I love driving around to make people get shit for me from the top shelf. It's uh, one of some of the best fun I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad nobody got hurt in my comic book shop. I'm gonna have to pay them a visit. But craziness, just I thought it was a weird crime, way, comics that, crime. Way. Well, that was like an accident more than a crime. Yeah, it was not an accident. It's a crime. There's destruction. Yeah. There's no crime, but just uh, just weird, weird shit going on. That's it for the news, everyone. I got an email. 
from a loyal listener and uh, supporter, Jimmy Graben, formerly of the Northern California Newsroom. He's a high school guidance counselor now. Jimmy writes, hey there, fellas. I realize I haven't emailed you for a while, so just wanted to check in, let you know how much I've enjoyed your recent shows, notably the What the Fuck Happened to Daredevil with Del Hauer. So just a few tidbits I wanted to share as this week. He has nerd items and jock items. I will save the jock items. For- no rug boy items? Look, you are in on the nerd you items. Dick. You can do both, but I'll save the jock items for when Anthony comes. Yeah. Uh, somebody send rug boy items. Here's the nerd items. Imran recently posted a link to an article talking about the animated series that got it right. Uh, not included on that list were two of my favorites, Batman the Animated Series and Spider-Man the Animated Series. I just got done watching Spider-Man again, and I have to say, Christopher Daniel Barnes, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, still holds up Pretty damn well. Imran would love to get your thoughts on that series. And I agree. I, I like Christopher Daniel Barnes' take on Spider-Man. He played Greg Brady in the in the Brady Bunch movie. That's correct. That's why you know him. But uh, he he's definitely up there as, as one of the better Peter Parker voice actors. What, what, do you, what do you think, Ruggs? I enjoyed the show. It was, a, it, was it was a good 90s show. I mean, some of the character designs were dubious. And uh, some of the animation was wonky at times, but it wasn't. It wasn't overall. Yeah. It was if you look at it, the whole scope of it, it was actually pretty, um, pretty good uh, version of Spider Man. Absolutely, and it was like the young adult Spider Man. It wasn't yeah. a high school Spider Man. It was closer. They they pulled in all all the characters and tried to stay pretty accurate to like the their costumes and the way they were drawn. Like I appreciated that. It was the mo- it was very square. Ah, uh, square. Yeah, it I wasn't remember, like yeah, like it like the, it wasn't a cool cartoon. No. Like it was kind of like you know, it kind of was really dorky. <laughs> well, yeah, a little morally too much morally holier than thou, maybe a little bit. Yeah, a little dorky, but like still, I liked it. I think it was it was true to the essence of Spider. Definitely had the essence of the character, uh, Jimmy. If you want to know more about all my thoughts on all Spider-Man TV shows. I, I don't know if you've listened to episode 16. Go way back to episode 16 called History of Spider-Man on the small screen. And we go through like every iteration from the electric company, all the cartoons to the 70s show with little bits of music. I wasn't on this one. You, you weren't? No, oh, it was me and Anthony. Yourself. It was me and Anthony. Anthony doesn't count. He didn't say. He anything. didn't say anything. It's a good show. I've also I've been watching the new Spider-Man show. It's not bad on uh, Disney XD. Uh, I kind of like it. They they very quickly they've already like within the five first five episodes they've introduced the symbiote and the black costume. Like shit moves quickly on this show, but it's uh it's that thing where they're all like in high school. So it's not a bad show. I'm enjoying it. It's fun to watch. Yeah, maybe I'll get around. Check it out. Uh, okay. So and then he says, "Can we get? Can we please get a quick mention of how ridiculously terrible this new season of Gotham is?" Uh- even though I can't stop watching it, it's just so awful that I love it. I feel like you feel me on this, Imran, because you've said the same thing. We're too far in now to give up. I think Del Hauer could put together a what the fuck happened to one of these season four episodes, namely Bruce's rubber mask and the fact that he can all of a sudden take on five fully grown men in a street fight all at once. There is so much more, but I don't want to bog down the Z-Bill even more than it is. Rugs, have you been watching Gotham? I agree with Jimmy. I I can't not watch it because it's fucking batshit crazy and entertaining. I, uh, I'm I, this is where I'm at right now. Okay, I haven't watched them all. Okay, but I fast forward to like two parts that I want to see because like if I know like pretty much something's gonna resolve itself, I don't even bother with it. Uh, you yeah, like the scarecrow 
subplot, yeah. I just fast forward. Oh, fast like, okay. I'm like, I know like he's gonna get him, and then that's it. It's gonna be. You're and right. Then that's, that's pretty much all that happens, and that gets wrapped up like yeah, right away. I'm like, okay, let me just fa- this is completely a waste of my time. So then I fast forward to all the Bruce Wayne stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck, Raz <laughs> Al Ghul? What the hell's going on? And it was just weird, uh, dude. He in the first three episodes, you see him taking on. Like three guys, five guys at a time, like Jimmy wrote, taller than him with guns. Like he, when did he learn to disarm people and fucking fight like this? This is ridiculous. Well, when you have a butler <laughs> and you just do like a, Ross teach him a, a Alfred, month of training, Alfred you taught can, him like, how is this possible that this yeah, skinny you, like, ass you, fucking kid? You, you train for three months. And uh, you can kick anybody's ass. That's what I learned. Holy shit. And then, like, they, I, the one. Just three months. That's all you need. The one thing I kind of like is Lucius Fox is kind of onto them. They were like, uh, he's like, why are you all scratched up and got dust on you? He's like, they're like rock climbing. And he shows up and he's like, look, I made you something for your rock climbing. And he gives him this fucking suit with Kevlar and a communicator. It looks terrible. And hands that stick, right? Okay. So this suit only has a hood. And a little communicator, and Alfred's like, "Oh, Master Bruce, you have the mask I made you." And then this mask is the front, the front. It's just the front of a Batman cowl. It's not even all the way around, and it just looks ridiculous. And but in the in the beginning, he's outed so many times. Like they've pulled his, ma- he gets caught. They pull his mask off. Like when Batman shows up, how are people not gonna fucking know who it is? It's gonna be so obvious. The show is. Complete garbage. Penguin is handing out crime licenses. Like, you can do crime, but you have to sign up for, like, a permit. And everyone's like, I got to yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? They what have, is like, going a library on? card <laughs> yes. with, like, a little, like, che- box checked off on it. <laughs> They're like, you can kill, rape, murder, and pillage, but you cannot do this. Oh, my God. What this the is, fuck? This is, like, the bottom of the barrel bullshit, but for some reason, I can't it's stop. more fun to it watch is, than it is. some other it shows. It absolutely is. Like, I can't stop watching because I'm just like, what the fuck are they going to do oh, this I'm, week? like, when I'm to the point where I fast forward to stuff, it's really, we're really on thin ice right now. <laughs> oh, no. Like I just watch it to hate watch it right now. Yeah. Like going like just to, just to see how I don't even care what happens. I, like they've already urinated all over Bruce. Exactly, Wayne which is what well, yeah, Batman's yeah. like legend. I don't even know what I could even say. Yeah, at this point, it's, it's like I have to see it. It's like watching Donald Trump do a speech. <laughs> You're like, I gotta like, you see. You have to see yes. it, even though I don't uh, no, I'm not gonna oh, like anything shit. that's gonna happen. Oh shit, you know what? That's the perfect analogy. <laughs> Gotham is like a Trump press conference, a horrible train wreck that you can't turn away from because you don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. Like all you do is like after both, you're just enraged and, and confused. You're after both, you're like, what did I just watch? What just happened? What what was that? Did they plan that? Did they did they mean to do that? Did he mean to say that? I don't understand. That's exactly right. That's Why are you making things worse? <laughs> you just like Why are you putting people through this. That's what you get after watching both things. It's like this <laughs> fucking Batman's a slam dunk. How do you fuck Batman? How up? do you fuck up Batman? Is a good question. Like there. I don't understand what they're doing. What are they doing? Like, is he going to be Batman by the end of the season? Like, what are you doing? Oh, fuck this show. Oh, my God. But I'm going to watch. But I can't watch it. <laughs> Edward Nigma was frozen, and now he's out. And, that like, that could be fun. And, like, uh, you got to hand it to them that, like, it fucking moves. Like, shit happens too much almost every episode. Where everything just fucking turns. 
Yeah, it's really ridiculous. But he looks like the gimp a little but bit. But like, you know, <laughs> when you uh, watch Game of Thrones, yes. you realize like, this is all compl- a really horrible. Game of shit. Thrones definitely has ruined a lot of television. The guy playing Ra's al Ghul, uh, by the way, is uh, Prince Doran of Dorne from season five of Game of Thrones. That is correct. There's your Ra's al Ghul, and he's good in the Game of Thrones, which we will talk about. Next week, Jimmy the Geek, thanks for writing in. I will ask Anthony your jock questions when he returns. Uh, and thanks to everybody for listening. Rugs, any final thoughts? Uh, no. Rugs, <laughs> let me ask you this random question. Is it true in, the, in that Nas song when he says, uh, life's a bitch and then you die, that's why we get high because you never know when you're going to go? Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? I did, and I hope it's true because then I've been living my life the proper way, according to Nas. If you know, hey, what I mean. can, can you break that down for me? Because I don't, I don't even know what Nas is talking about. Nas says, "Life's a bitch, and then you die. That's why we get high because you never know when you're gonna go." It's a refrain, meaning he repeats it over and over again during uh, between the verses. So life is bitch. So basically, saying that life sucks, and then you die, and then you die. So you you have to get fucked up because. Life sucks. And you never know. And, and you never know what? When you're going to die? When you're going to go, you never know. So you might as well be fucked up. Stay high, high as a kite all the time. I believe that's his advice. That's terrible. Advice. Not good advice? All right. No, because <laughs> life sucks, but it's also great at the same time. No matter how shitty. Like, this is, I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal a Louis C.K. Okay. Uh, bit. Turn it around. I got dark. Turn it around on me. All right. Like, no matter how shitty your life is, you're still on earth. You could eat stuff. Yeah, you're you a could person. You see stuff. Yeah. You could watch stuff. You could still have experiences just because you're not having the full, like, fucking cock diesel, like, celebrity, like, fuck around with everything and own the world experience or whatever. Does it mean you have to be fucking all pissed off? Look at me. I'm fucking made out of felt. Yeah, and I don't. That's six teeth. Yeah, that's a good point. I need a constant person around me to help me with everything. Just to operate. Yeah. Just. Yeah. yeah, but I watch lots of fucking shit on TV and it entertains me. <laughs> I eat a lot of garbage, drink. I do all this stuff and like, you know, it's uh, so life's not a bitch. It's just you might not have the life that you uh, think that you want, but you have the life that you deserve. Probably. Good, good. That's good words, Rugs. I needed that. Thanks for that. See, we look, we brought it all back around. You you are not full of bullshit. You're not you full still of have. You still have experiences. You still have something you can add to the world if you wish. Look, I made a fucking podcast. <laughs> I know. Look, I'm on this fucking I'll podcast. Some me. asshole right now is, <laughs> is driving around listening to this shit and going, why why him? Why, why listen to this douche? <laughs> but well, we, you, asshole listener, you are. Runboy approved. Yeah. And we th- I'm not calling you an asshole. I'm just saying like we're just all assholes in this. We world. are. We're all assholes, but life life is not a bitch. But they know what I mean. Yes. Like maybe they don't know. Maybe that maybe I'll get a hate mail now. Look, you figured I'd get hate mail by now. No, like, yeah. If it. you haven't gotten it by now, I think you're safe to say whatever you want. But listen, thanks for the uplifting felty words, Rugs. That's a great way to end the show after I got all dark and and. Uh, Wow, what's the reason for this darkness? I don't know. You know, life throws you curveballs, and uh, and and you got to move on, and 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 uh, stuff's just crazy. Which is, you know, like I said in the beginning, the show is well, therapy, and this was great therapy for one of these days, listener. 
you know what? One of these days I'm going to disclose all the crazy shit that's gone on while I've been podcasting and I've still managed to put an episode out. And a lot of it just deals with hospitals, stories in hospitals. But I do want, I would love to let the listener know well, it's pretty crazy. Look, uh, another aside, this isn't, this is not a Louis, Louis CK bit. This is a rug boy bit. Um, when no matter what happens to you, the worst shit could happen to you. But if you survive, if you're still stand, if you're there, if part of you is still there, yeah. then you're eventually going to move on. And if you want to, right? Yeah. So, like, let's say, like, yeah, shit that happens to everybody. What's like the what's the shit that happens to tons of people? You get like, fired uh, from your work. You break up with your girlfriend. Or you break up from your girlfriend. Yes. All right. Yes. Your girlfriend like fucks y- your dad, okay, <laughs> or something like whatever. I saw a video like, like that some, once. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah, but after that's over with, yeah. you know, and you, you're still there, and you, you now you can do more stuff. You can go and and continue with your life. You don't have to just hang it up because something bad happened to you. And that's what people are doing now. Everybody is getting so caught up in being wronged or yeah. having things happen. They don't realize they're still there, and they can have more life to live, and they just move on. They're, yeah, they're still they're still the future. There's still experiences to be had, and that that's all in your in your hands, in your control. Like you lose a leg, you still got a leg. Got another one. Yeah. Yeah, just like Jimmy writes in the, at the end of this email, you just got you got to keep jocking and nerding. We do keep spoiler alerting. All right, that got weird at the end, but whatever. Uh, thanks for listening. You're gonna cut all of this out. Oh, it's staying in. Uh, this is a short show as it is. Rugs. Yeah, we gotta stretch it. Where can the listener find you? Oh, the only place you won't find me on the fucking Facebook group. You won't find me on my website. You won't find me. Anywhere except for Twitter. That's the only thing I could tolerate for the moment. That's the only uh, platform that will have you also. Yeah. What is it? What's I the Twitter? Only... It's a, uh, oh, really rug boy. At really rug boy. <laughs> at really, is it at really rug boy? Well, you add someone, but it's really rug boy is the air account. Yeah. Yes. It's really rug boy on Twitter. Uh, I tweet nonsensical things. <laughs> My current tweet status <laughs> Is I read something from uh, what's his name? What is that dude, Max Landis? Oh yeah, where he was apologizing for saying somebody was a Mary, saying uh, Ray was a Mary Sue in in Star Wars. Yeah, that was like a long time ago. I'm like, first of all, you talk about a fucking fictional character. <laughs> You're apologizing <laughs> because uh, it's a. They're like, oh, because it's a gender specific thing. I'm like. All right, but okay, let's say you take out the word Mary Sue and you just say that she's really good at everything. You're still basically saying the same thing. It's just a, f- a phrase that's coined to describe what you're saying. And I'm like, why do, would you apologize for that? For, for using that term because now he's socially woke or something. I'm like, oh, but shit, now, he's woke. But now, but I'm just saying, like, like you have to, so only a certain kind of person can say a certain kind of thing. And I don't know. I just I just don't understand the apology for everything, and I just don't even know like what you can say anymore. No, like, at yeah. what point in time can you comment on something? I think it's, and not get shit. I think for it's it. safe to just apologize after every sentence, just no matter where you are. Yeah, that's you might as well. I think I should apologize. But I'm constantly should be apologizing. There, I shouldn't even. I should just not even be alive and just apologize. Scusi. Exclusively, is that at up to my knees on Twitter? Is Max Landis? Yes, Max O Lantern. Uh, boy, you think he read? He was, 
You think he read your he tweet? Was, he was apologizing for mansplaining. <laughs> or, or no, he was talking about somebody mansplaining his mother. And I'm like, and he went on this whole tangent about like, so so anyway, so he was uh, calling someone out for mansplaining his mom, who who who's like explaining to his mom who designed the uh, the Indiana Jones uh, oh the, the costume yeah 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 I saw something about that yeah so some guy was like oh. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, but that's the internet. Every fucking asshole comes out. <laughs> yeah. It has nothing to do with whether he's a man and he's talking down to you. People just talk down to each other all the time. Regardless, yes. do you think that I sit there and go, hey, that guy's a dude. I'm going to respect what he says. No, if I don't agree with you or if I think you're a douche, it doesn't matter like what gender you are or where, what you... I don't know. I just feel like that in order for people not to have to win an argument they just say oh well you're being like that because of that and then boom you're uh all of a sudden that's it they're shut you, you can't you got nothing you can't yeah. you have nothing to say god it's such a weird world I'm like yeah the well it's become so strange it's possible that this guy thought well was maybe not believing you or or trusting this woman because it was a woman i don't know that's conjecture at best but now to go on so anyway so he called this guy out and then immediately some other fucking jerk off <laughs> comes in and comments and go, well, you said this oh, about Mary Sue about Ray. And that's like being blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, he unequivocally like uh, retracts that and he should never use that language. And oh, my God, I take it all back. I'm like, don't oh, apologize for God. that. This is ridiculous. What are we doing now? Like, I can't. Why are we even doing a podcast, Imran? I don't know. We should be. Should we be commenting on anything? We can't. You can't. Just apologize right now. I. I I'm sorry. I said anything ever. I, I take back everything I said for the last 190 episodes. I love this one tweet he has. He goes. Should we just do that at the end of every episode yes, so we're scot free? Yes. I'll. Well, I'll record a disclaimer. All right. Yeah, yeah. We should do a disclaimer. Listen. Like, this is a fictional podcast. None of this is real. We're all yeah, made I'm up. I'm a people. fictional character. Yeah. Rugboy doesn't exist. You are a fictional character. I love this one tweet. He goes retweet if you are a stupid motherfucker who does not give a fuck. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. The world is weird, listener, and we hope we can provide you with a little bit of entertainment and escape in these fucking strange times. Because I can't figure. I can barely keep up with it. Can't figure. I can't even like read anything no, anymore no. without just being completely confused and perplexed yeah, and like yeah. and just I, I don't know. I don't man. know what's real anymore. It's very strange. What is real I, is our show and where you can find it. If you're a new listener, subscribe uh on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, leave us some ratings. You can find us everywhere you can find podcasts. And most importantly, listener, tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. And my name is not Anthony. He's the rug boy. And he's the nerd. We'll catch you next time. Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Ah, yes. I see that you know your judo well. Whoa, he just blew his head off. Oh, shit. There's disco balls. Oh, my God. He's dancing with his head bleeding. There's giant type on the screen. There's even more giant type on the screen. What the fuck? All right, I see it enough.